world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. a communist, physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a communist, we take his word for it. If a person consistently reads and advocates the views expressed in a communist publication, he may be a communist. If a person supports organizations which reflect communist teachings or organizations labeled communist by the Department of Justice, she may be a communist. If a person defends the activities of communist nations while consistently attacking the domestic and foreign policy of the United States, she may be a communist. If a person does all these things over a period of time, he must be a communist. But there are other communists who don't show their real faces, who work more silently. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is Andrea, my partner in truth and my partner in funnies, my partner in coffee. And we're here every morning with you, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, to bring you the news and events of the day and to have a little discussion with you all about what the hell's going on. Morning, Andrea. I hope you had. Did you have sound on that clip? I did. Okay, yes, cool. I did. Thank How'd you, you like I it? I appreciate it. It was pretty true. <laughs> I thought it was great. You know, you got the throwback retro, like 40s and 50s. And, yeah. you know, that's uh, when they were 
really worried about communism the most and now nobody seems to care and they're yeah. like yeah communism's yeah. here and everyone's just pretending like it's everything's dandy. like it's not yeah exactly These, i call them gdls those gosh darn liars right uh, crazy world we live in it's the 17th today it is mm-hmm. november 17th and you know what else it is it's one week till thanksgiving oh shoot no kidding yeah, we're and I'm not, I know, I was a little surprised when I looked at my calendar, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess it's a good thing I looked because I got a turkey I need to take out and thaw. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. Holy so. mackerel. All right, well, let's get ready for that. We have one weekend and then next week, Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Yep. Ooh. Crazy times. And then, you know, it's race till Christmas. So. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, not that, you know, it hasn't been Christmas for a month already, at least on TV. Has and in it? stores. Oh, yeah. I went to Walmart for, thanks for, for last minute, like, Halloween stuff, and I was like, oh, look, Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So, well, this yeah. will be a chill holiday season for me. We're not doing any decorating or anything like that, so... And we're having a chill Thanksgiving, chill Christmas. Most of our holidays, yeah, most of our holidays are pretty chill. We don't really, we don't go anywhere. We don't really do anything. I mean, it's just us. Yeah. um, I'm okay with that. Well, shoot. I wonder if I should probably take Thanksgiving off, I think. Um, I was planning on it. Yeah, so... I think we'll maybe we'll take the holiday off. We'll see what Josh's plans are, but that, I mean, I want to enjoy my night and uh, have food and stuff at least. Yeah, so. I, w- I was thinking maybe Thursday and Friday because yeah. food coma from Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not awesome. gonna want to get up Friday morning. <laughs> so, all right. Don't. Well, I wanted to start with this communist stuff, man, because communism's here, and that's what we talk about a lot of times. And then I found this awesome quote, and we often talk about everybody always saying, democracy's in danger. Don't you care about democracy? Democracy, democracy, inclusion. All these fucking words that nobody actually gives a crap about, but um, it's shaping our society on people who are malleable and want to be a part of the fucking club. Excuse my language. Um, And I found this quote that was posted on Twitter by this guy named Bill Gray. And it says this, Our founding fathers went to great lengths to ensure that we were a republic and not a democracy. In fact, the word democracy does not appear in the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, or any other of our founding documents. True. Boom. Take that truth to the bank. Yeah. I will say this. What they've done, though, is they've convoluted it, and our republic is being run as a democracy. And you can tell that simply by looking at the map of the United States that shows you the votes and the counties and whether they voted red or blue. And so when you look at the map in a republic, with the majority of our country being red, like Mm -hmm. it is, you would expect to see the numbers in Congress reflect that. In our Senate, in our House of Representatives, Mm -hmm. we should have like roughly 80 to 85 percent easily uh, Republican Congress. And we don't Um, because these great big blue cities like Los Angeles and Seattle and New York 
are um, so overrun with population that they're the ones that are deciding all of these political races. Yeah, and, and I that's how that's how a, a democracy works is yes. mob rule. I don't even think it's a proper democracy though. Like they tout, like people think, imagine it would. Yes, you're you're correct in that these denser populated areas tend to be blue. But honestly, I think that not only is it that way because they target these masses of population for brainwashing. Uh, mm-hmm. by in, by infiltrating our institutions and our public school system and even our private school systems and even homeschooling materials, like everything, right? Indoctrination and stuff's rampant for the brainwashing. And that is mainly focused in these highly dense areas and amplified yep. there. But also on top of that, I think that with all the cheating that we see across our country in the elections, a lot of that is uh, focused in these cities to have the most impact and to have the least amount of chance of getting caught because I think it's easier to infiltrate one facility with a large population than 10 facilities with smaller populations that would equal the same impact. So I think there's more than just, more than just, um, I think it's complex and that's kind of, that's all I, I want to say. It's so, I agree with you. All right. Wow. This is the reality we live in, everybody. And I just wanted to take a moment, too, and start with a moment of silence. I don't know if you heard, Andrea, but the mainstream media is failing miserably and dying as the days go by. So let's just take a quick moment of silence for the mainstream media like CNN, The New York Times, everybody else who's going to have to downsize, downsize, downsize as people wake up and their organizations fail because nobody likes the fake news. Right. Tragic. Which I'm celebrating in my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. We are the news now, and that means not just yeah. me and Andrea. This is all of you guys. Make sure, you know, I just I don't know. You know, I would highly advise you guys if you're not already to get onto the social red pill and not even just the social red pill. It's www.socialredpill.com. But get on Twitter, get on Facebook, get everywhere and share your ideas, make noise, be loud. It's better time than ever to do so, especially on Twitter. Follow Josh at Red Pills TV. Follow Andrea and I at Acraft1, at Vince underscore Taglivia. And let's get the show on the road and start sharing truth and getting out there. You know, I'm kind of invigorated. I'm not ready to give up. I'm never going to give up. In fact, I'll be an old grumpy man just on my soapbox till the day I die. I guarantee you. And yeah. uh, I think uh, if you're not on there, you've been discouraged, jump back on the horse. I want to see everyone there. It's a good time to do it. And, you know, it's kind of like if we don't, we could be screwed. And I'll be honest, things are, do not look great. But well, on the other oh hand, God. we do see some things occurring. And we're going to get into the news and talk about that. Go ahead. Exactly. And I just wanted to add, you know, Josh put out a post yesterday on the social red pill that I was really thankful to see. And if you're not on the social red pill, this is another good reason to join is he had a guest on a couple months ago. Yeah. And um, it was uh, from an organization through America Prosper Movement. Her name was Kristen Ostley. And they have set up a process of community organization to reestablish the power to the people. So the red pill project is going to be working with them 
and trying to make that process go viral. And so I think Josh's plan is to utilize the social red pill as a place to kind of organize some of that stuff and do yeah. some of this stuff. So, you know, it's exactly. a really good place to put this information where it's not going to be censored, where it's not going to be deleted. And um, we can actually work together to start organizing yeah. a true movement of patriots who are interested in in doing what we need to do to take our country back. One of the things that we've talked about, and I haven't made any final decisions by any means, but one of the things that um, my husband mentioned to me last night, he was eating dinner and he says, you know, he goes, you should run for county commissioner. I'm like, oh boy, they wouldn't like me (laughs) at all. (laughs) And he goes, I know. He goes, that's exactly what they need. true because i have he's like we need somebody in there who is intelligent who is moral who isn't going to be corrupted by money who can't be bought and that's the problem with our government is that we need to do and i'll be honest that is a scary thought to me because i never pictured myself running for any form of government like i wouldn't even know where to start with that and um i mean it's not like i'm running for congress right but um we have to start on the local level definitely you know my county is corrupt that's the bottom line and i can't complain about the state of the world if i'm okay letting my county be corrupted we just had our election here one of our county commissioner seats was open Mm -hmm. um he was the only one on the ballot. I had one option, and that was him. And the person, and he's one of the, he's in the good old boys club. So, you know, he's handing out contracts to his buddies and doing this and giving, oh, yeah. to, and I'm like, you know, our county is it, basically in a depressed state. We have no businesses here. Nobody's doing anything. And, you know, we got this good old boys club running things. And, True change isn't going to happen unless people like you and I actually do something about it Action. and take those chances and, you know, run for these positions. The problem Absolutely. is that our county commissioners is the same people because nobody else runs for, for these positions. Wow. And so the same corrupt huh? individuals keep getting elected (laughs) yeah you know i think a little bit of action would have a huge impact and i think what josh wants to do is collaborate with some people in order to figure out the best course of not just action but high impact easy action or like a streamlined action or a a, an action with purpose not just kind of an all over the place thing so i'm excited to see what pans out there and i think that uh we tried we did try this um after the stolen election after the last stolen election and it was really hard to get off the ground and it's it is i think it will be again but i think that um if we could streamline it and come up with high impact things for people to actually do in their communities and do them ourselves that the world's going to change and it the thing that gets me is this takes so long this process just the wheels turning are just so slow but i guess that's just life and that's how we have to play the game and 
it's probably a good thing because it's really building up from that foundational point that we need, which like you said, yeah. is our communities. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it is, is you've got to keep in mind, the Democrats are already working on the next election. Absolutely. And so we don't have time to wait around and pussyfoot around this whole issue. We've got to hit the ground running and we've got to be prepared um, because they're not going to let up. They're finding other ways of cheating and we need to get into these positions and we need to start um, forcing action onto our government and yeah. make them pass voter ID laws and make them do the things that they need to do to secure our elections. And um, that's up to the states. Absolutely. You know? And it starts in your community. It's each county coming together, each town in that county coming together, um, you know, each district coming together and working collaboratively to affect the change that needs to happen. That's why nothing, that's why there was no change between 2020 and 2022, because not enough people pushed their state governments or their local governments yeah. to make the changes that were needed. Yeah, when a communist stands up and starts doing something radical and crazy, there's nobody there to say, shut up. If there's a room full of actual solid-minded people and a communist stands up in the back corner and starts saying something weird, everybody's going to turn and look at them like this, and it's going to stop right away. It doesn't well, work when it's opposed at all, yeah. not even close. That's why they hate the truth. That's why they hate the media, the real media, us. Yeah. And and that's why we, have, we can never give up or stop. Yeah. Well, and what happens when your your state senators and your state reps start receiving thousands and thousands of phone calls from people demanding change? Yeah. You know, just... what, you have a couple hundred people, it's easy to ignore those. You start having thousands of people call. It's a problem. They can't ignore well, that. A problem, in quotes. It's not yeah. a problem. It's great. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And exactly. we have every right to do so because... There's God, there's us, and then there's government. All right? So yep. we're in charge. And ultimately, God's in charge. But that's how it's going to go. And that's the way it is. Yep. Exactly. And we need to start demanding that these people do what we want them to do. Heck yeah. And not let them, and hold their feet to the fire. Heck yeah. Hold them accountable. Yeah. So I love it. My two cents. Oh man, if you run, that'd be so cool. <laughs> like I said, I uh, nothing is set in stone yet. I'm not. I'm definitely not announcing. But you know, I wanted people to think. You know, I'm. I'm it a might, nobody. Yeah. You know, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, you're not a nobody. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're nobody. I, oh, I, I'm really a lot. I'm. I'm kind of a nobody. We're average. But, average people. Yeah. I don't have. I don't live in a great big fancy house i don't have fancy cars i don't have you know six-figure income i'm just an average american woman that's you know i'm a wife i'm a mother you know i'm a daughter i'm i'm just an average american and the problem is, is they beat us down so far to where they don't they've made us think that we're unworthy of these positions yeah and we have to realize that we're not. Heck no. Our government was originally set up to be run by average, everyday, working class, middle class Americans. Mm. Yeah. And true. it wasn't meant to be a career. I don't want to make a career out of politics. 
No. What I want to do is I want to get it if I if I were to run and be elected, I want to get in, affect change, and train the next people to replace me. Yeah. And that's how our government should work. And that's how we should be looking at our government is like not as the the good old boys club. I'm not looking to join the good old boys club. I don't want to be in politics for 50 years. Heck no. You know? No. So. Wow. I think I'm optimistic. <laughs> I think that we could pull this off and we see things unfolding. Let's jump into this a little bit. Yeah. I just want to, you know. Reach out and ask Jenica if she can have her Nigerian prince help support my campaign. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, getting some red flags. <laughs> uh, thank you, Left Maryland. Le- Left Maryland donated $2 and said, to the death of mainstream media's smiley thumbs up. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Your support means the world to us. <laughs> yeah. So funny. All right. Let me just browse through here. Good morning, Summer. Thank you, Jenica. Ooh, I'm going to get my own Nigerian prince. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to send me my own. <laughs> All right. Thank you, USMC, <laughs> USMC Sergeant for the Diamond. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Let's jump into this. We're going to start with finance, just like the good old times, and we're going to keep it brief. Let's see if we can keep it under a minute. We got some data released this morning. The U.S. jobless claims fall to 222,000 last week. The estimation was 225,000, and previously it was 226,000. So they make it sound like a good thing. There were 222,000 jobless claims, okay? And that is 3,000 less than expected. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> And what they don't tell you is that <laughs> some of these people are just losing their unemployment benefits. It's a damn scam. Yeah. It's so I actually cool. know somebody who's on unemployment right now and their unemployment runs out in like two weeks uh-huh. and they don't still don't have a job. They just don't get unemployment. And so when you look at jobless claims, what they're talking about are unemployment, active unemployment claims. Mm-hmm. And you only get unemployment for so long before they kick you off. <laughs> yeah, like, so this is fresh. <laughs> yeah, fresh and it's, it's, yeah, fresh yeah. numbers. Um, and so once you run out of unemployment and they kick you off, it doesn't mean you automatically magically have a job. It just means you don't get any more money. Yeah, you're <laughs> so, a different statistic now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're really, these oh, are no. so mis- I hate these jobless claims. But this numbers. is what moves they're the so market. It does. And it's terrible the because it is it so misleading. No offense. I look at this stuff too, and it does affect the markets, which is why I do like seeing it. And it's interesting yeah. to see how they say, how they always word it. And look, the markets are not doing well. The markets are not buying the misleading title. <laughs> uh, the markets are down about half a percent to 1% across the board. And, uh, yep. So I love how they word it, though. It's not as bad as we thought. U.S. <laughs> travelers claims fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, Come on. I mean, seriously, these people... <laughs> Yeah. This is how stupid they think we are. Yeah. Just FYI. And Alibaba, which is a company ran out of China that is like, kind of like their Amazon, mm. reported a loss of $2.9 billion in the third quarter. Mm. So, well, it's not, not good. surprising. Not surprising. No. The economy's doing terribly. Nobody's buying shit. And yeah. uh, here we are. I it, saw some housing, housing numbers too last night. And oh, yeah. Um, I think it's somewhere like two, 
minus 2% in people applying for building permits. Um, minus oh, see, I saw something different this morning. I thought mm-hmm. I saw 8%. There was an 8% decline in housing permits. Okay, let's pull it up. Housing permits. I think I yeah. saw it on Zero Hedge. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. Let's just move on because anyway. I don't have it ready. But yeah, yeah those exactly. numbers are there if you're interested in they're more finance stuff. Let's move on. What else? Oh, we had big news this morning. I don't know if you saw this. I watched it live because I woke up at the crack of dawn and listened to this and went fishing and froze my ass off. But I didn't want to get out of bed this morning, so I didn't see it. I sure you I didn't. <laughs> it was a good half hour thing. Representatives Comer and Jordan held a news conference on the Biden family investigation. Here is a clip that uh, Josh posted on the social red pill and uh, we'll watch this and just listen closely to this. Releasing a report. To- do you have audio? I do. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, Violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. I now turn. Wow. I um, hope. How do you like those apples? Okay. You hope what? I, I really hope that they're able to pursue this. And with the. Um, The House of Representatives being a Republican majority, a very slight Republican majority, I hope that they're able to move forward with this. Um, When it comes to the impeachment of Joe Biden, obviously, I think it's more than just the impeachment. It's the whole Um, House of Cards. It's the whole House of Cards. So, But the first step is going to be the impeachment. Absolutely. Um, They have to impeach him first, and then they need to try him for these crimes. But... um, it's going to be a hard, I think it's going to be a hard pass in the Senate. It's really going to be a hard pass because we have <laughs> basically a split Senate yeah. with the tiebreaker being the vice president. Yeah, so now, go ahead. I, I would say that in Kamala's um, desire for power, 
-hmm. it could be very likely that she sides with Republicans to impeach Biden, hoping that she'll be able to get a pass. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's hard to say, but it is interesting that they are finally coming public with this and um, they're putting the information out there hopefully it doesn't just die in the water like things have done in the past and that's what they're fighting for biden um they've passed things to change the way things are investigated so these guys can't even necessarily look into the banking information that they need to it's been blocked because they're corrupt and they said oh yeah you guys don't need to look into the money issue that puts us at risk um so we already see them fighting back hard. It's good that this is coming out publicly, though, because if everybody gets out there and says, no, we want investigations, and they say, no, we're not going to do it, we could say, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And they eventually will. This is good rhetoric, but I want to see action. I want to see yeah. results. But this is um, obviously on the path to that. And I was really happy to see this this morning. Of course, this isn't the end no it's at the very least the the prelude to the beginning i think you know this is so it's good i'm glad that i'm glad that we're seeing some of this um but we have to see it move forward because if it doesn't it's just empty rhetoric they threw out the whole caboodle they said human trafficking and everything else they said wow joe biden's gotta be shitting in his pants right now probably didn't tell him they're like probably right yeah i just it, it'll be interesting to see where this goes um hopefully it goes somewhere and doesn't just get shut down yeah um, it's good though see. there are some good people out there doing good things and action right away so mm-hmm. that's a good you sign make sure that they I, I hope that they get the right people on those committees because honestly it's not just about republicans being on that committee mm. if you don't have you need to um like you put someone like Dan Crenshaw on that committee, mm-hmm. you might as well forget about it. That guy is so completely corrupted that he's worthless. Right. They're going to be like, yeah. I didn't fight He's anything. a globalist puppet. <laughs> but uh, then you've got that one Democrat the, out of West Virginia. What's his name? Um, He's a really moderate Democrat. And sides with Republicans on i wouldn't say a lot of things but some things you know um to keep it bipartisan put him on there you know but uh he maybe he's a senator not he's not a house rep he's a senator never mind naturally nikki said the trafficking executive order will kick in for that one this is big wow maybe yeah if yeah they but they have to get to that point first so it's there. The the possibility is there for potential. this to really, yeah. The potential is there for this to really uh, be huge, be massive. But I've also learned to, uh, I guess, be cautiously optimistic while not being overly hopeful. Yeah, I'm not going to put all my. <laughs> yeah, what do they say don't, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. I was going to say don't put all your hopium in one basket. Right. Don't hang all your hope from one star. I don't yeah, know. There you go. That's a good one. Don't hang all your hope from one star. <laughs> yeah, because I just a, made that up. By that's the way, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on a t-shirt. Right. Put that on in your coffee and smoke it. Um. <laughs> 
So let's let's just keep going. That was probably the biggest best news of the day that was breaking a few hours ago this morning, a couple hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, my phone was and going course, wild. As a as a result of that, now of course the Democrats are launching a campaign to get Congress to ban Trump from holding office ever again, and they're <laughs> using the he he started an insurrection against the government. And the Fourteenth Amendment doesn't allow him to ever hold office again. <laughs> of course yeah scott dworkin tweeted that out um that they're launching that campaign to get congress to yeah. ban trump from holding office good luck with that they must be getting really worried about their um mm -hmm. are they that worried about their ability to cheat i mean they have it down they have it down across the country why do they have to do this you know like well i they, think they are scared because i think yeah. that they realize that the american people have finally woke up to their scam and if you know they're like we can't um, just cheat again not, it's not enough we need to cut the tree down and rip out the right roots. yeah exactly and i think that they are anticipating that republicans are going to put things in place to stop them from cheating and to shore things up and so they've you know they're going to do they're not going to stop they're going to look at every angle of this and this is why i said they're already preparing for the next election oh yeah and by that this is one of the options that they have or one of the tools that they have potentially under their belt is to try to keep trump from running again they can't do this with every candidate though so let's just for a moment imagine that somehow they succeed right hypothetically they succeed and they ban Trump from ever running again. Okay. We still have, then we're looking at DeSantis. Mm -hmm. Or anybody else who comes up. Between. Or, or anybody else who potentially yeah. could, you know, that could be a Trump supporter, you know, or sure. a MAGA Republican or whatever you want to call it. So, um, yes, it would be a catastrophe if Trump wasn't able to run. And I think it would cause a lot of problems and chaos. Yeah. But, but to I your really point, they get rid of him. DeSantis rises up, hypothetically. Now what? Right. I mean, if Trump isn't running and DeSantis is in the forefront, I'm going to vote for DeSantis. I mean, that's just kind of the way that it's going to go. Um, I think I still think that this country needs Donald Trump. And if he's the one that's the candidate, he's the one that I'm going to vote for, you know, um, if he's not, then I will vote for the next best person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And a lot of people are a little bit hesitant on Trump nowadays, or or at least that's the narrative being pushed and some people are following that. And I think that a lot can happen in the next two years and that there's going to be a lot of uh, movement in what people are going to do, especially if we see things of like we're hearing being investigated now starting to come to fruition. If we see some big things actually occur and we see action, it's over. People are going to overwhelmingly vote trump and we well, could get ourselves out of this this hole and really that's going to be a matter for the primaries to decide because it's not like you're mm -hmm. going to have trump and desantis both going against each other in the general election that's going to be decided in the primaries and mm -hmm. when you have you know one or the other of them mm -hmm. on the general election ticket up against the democrats you know, if it's Trump, even people that scream, I'm never voting for Trump again, they're not going to vote for Biden just to avoid voting for Trump. No, no way. In hell. They're going to vote for Trump. They're just going to bitch about it, which fine, whatever. Let him bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> it's like my it's like my eleven year old. I'm like you can bitch all you want. It doesn't change the facts. <laughs> oh, there's another there's another T-shirt. All right. right? <laughs> <laughs> I am a fount of information. <laughs> <You're the best. laughs> I try. Andrea, say the things we're all thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I have no filter. This is why I said these county commissioners, they have no idea what they're up against with me. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, I have Oh, yes. You don't want me on a jury. You don't want me in government. Trust me. I am not the person you want to go up against because I don't shut up and I don't give up. And it's like I told my husband when he started dating me. I was like, there's two things you should know about me. I'm like, number one, I can be a bitch. Number two, I always get what I want. I wasn't wrong on either front. I mean, I'm brutally honest with people. And if you don't like it, I don't really care. (laughs) That's not a bad way to live. It served me well. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway. let's. we may have to hop around a little bit. There's a ton of news, a ton of news that we probably couldn't even cover in two hours. So what, what do you want? Some of this is just headline readers, though. I mean, yeah, honestly, let's read them, whatever we want. The Biden administration is still pushing for the uncon- their unconstitutional student loan bailout. Are they really? He's trying to, yes, they are. He's trying, to, he's trying to fearmonger people into pushing for this, is what he's basically doing, saying that there's going to be millions of people who default on their student loans if we don't bail them out. And it's like... Uh-huh. Six one half dozen of the other. I really don't give a shit. You know, the truth of the matter is, is they have options for that. If you, if you default on your student loans, and you're a taxpayer, and you file your taxes, and you're receiving any kind of a refund, they just take it, and they will do that. They don't care if you're defaulting. Yeah, get a they job. They will just keep It'll taking your tax returns, yeah. their, your tax refunds, until they're paid. It'll get paid. And if not, they have they have the way to garnish your wages. I mean, come on. You're not gonna get out of paying the government, right? Yeah, I think Uh, the moral of the story is get a damn job, you whippersnappers. Stop being victims. Pay your fucking bills. Um I mean, they're I don't know. Honestly, I think it's a six one half dozen of the other. It's only ten thousand dollars worth of debt anyway. Most people's student loans, quite honestly, are far greater than that. Yeah. You're talking six figures for most student loans. This thing I thought this because was... the cost of tuition is so high. The ten thousand dollars really isn't gonna make a dent. So what they're pushing for is minimal at best. I thought this bailout was dead and maybe they're going back to the drawing board and trying to go a route that would actually stick. But I don't think we're going for it, and I don't. I don't think he can. Is the bottom he line? He can't. No, he can't. But he could encourage other people to make it happen. Yeah. And so I think that's what maybe what his push is. Is I think he's trying to get Congress to do it. And with Republicans in there, there's no way that they're going to allow that. The U.S. doesn't have the money well, to do it anyway. We're sending why? all of our money to Ukraine. They don't need to do it though. You know why they're doing this? It's so they could have the fake news put out those articles that say. The far right doesn't give a shit about your debt, and they want you to suffer. And they're going to put the <laughs> fake news out about it. That's not it at all. And Josh outlined this so perfectly last night. It was a beautiful moment in Red Pill history where he made the point of 
people on the right and people on the left, they're not that far apart as you might think. Everybody wants a good community. Everybody just wants a good life and all of this. And if you actually look at what people care about, this polarization that we see demonstrated in the mainstream is fake and manipulative. And our, yes. our, our expectations of society are actually really close together, but we don't talk to each other. Right. If, if the mainstream media went away, it was gone, right? I think you would start to see our country coming back together. I and know. Polarization We'd all be in circles going there. like this and maybe have like... I don't know that drums. I'd go that far. I guarantee you <laughs> we'd have a giant drum circle across the planet. <laughs> but I do think that we would be... Things would be a lot less polarized mm -hmm. if... Um, you got rid of the mainstream media. They're the ones that are keeping this up, this polarization. And they're the ones that are keeping the pot stirred. You, mm -hmm. take, you take their spoons away and there's nothing to stir the pot with. And things are going to settle down. The golden spoon. Yeah. Take your golden spoon. Whack them with it. <laughs> <laughs> Stick your finger in that pot. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mom. I can't. Okay. <laughs> My God. Yeah, that but we've got um, lots of election stuff going on. Um, Pennsylvania is filing lawsuits to delay the certification of their elections. Um, apparently, their election officials in Pennsylvania detoured from a counting center into a closed building for six hours on election day. Yeah, and there were allegations that that closed building just happened to be a print shop. Hmm, imagine that. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Yeah, well, I think that might be the same story, but yeah, maybe a separate story, but same, similar. So that's a problem, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, First of all, it breaks the chain of command because nothing is supposed to leave those counting centers. But and it wasn't just paper ballots. It was also thumb drives that left that building. And nobody was allowed in there. So poll watchers were not allowed in there. So you have election officials that broke the chain of custody, removed election documents from a counting center, took it to a undisclosed location where they continued. Well, maybe it was disclosed. Um, took it to a closed building where they didn't allow anybody to view what they were doing. We're in there for six hours doing God knows what. And then went back to the counting center with it. And we're like, okay, here's the vote. <laughs> Just take it How much more obvious can you get? Dude, they're shameless fraudsters. And I hope there's a lot of arrests because of this. And I hope that justice prevails because once we start mm -hmm. seeing people being held accountable and, and, and going to jail and then people yeah. start really having these little epiphanies like, I'm a damn crook, it wasn't worth it, now my life's ruined. I think we're going to see people start peeling off of the commie bandwagon mm -hmm. and maybe up to high so. levels. Well, and how would they feel if these um, politicians were stealing the elections in another direction, right? Yeah. Then they'd be screaming bloody murder. If you see one crook next to you go down and you start thinking about the future, what are you going to do to protect your ass? And these people don't have ethics and morals. They're not going to stand up for each other. They're going to be throwing each other under the bus. I can't wait till, for that day to come. I hope it does. I really do. Um, you know, you've got... It, it starts with one... And then hopefully grows from there. But um, like we saw in Arizona this last time around, there were, you know, there were people that were, I believe it was Arizona. I could be wrong. Uh -huh. um, there were people who were arrested and put into jail. You know, the 2000 mules did result in yeah. some arrests. 
but it wasn't enough. Yeah. They, it, it's not the lower level people you've got to worry about. You know, it's these, you, you get these. It helps. Ballot I think it still does help. It does. Bit, it definitely but, does. But when, when they're they, just released, right. a lot of them. Well, you can't just take the, the mule that's putting a hundred ballots in a drop box yeah, who paid and the mule? throw them in jail and say, we fixed it. Who paid the no, mule? You've got to and then where did they get the money? That. You got to follow the money. Yeah, you gotta follow. It's just like any any organized crime, you know. When the police arrest drug dealers, street dealers, they yeah. want to know who their supplier is. They want to yeah. know. They might not even. They're looking you. for the end game. They, they might bring wanna... you in as an informant. Right. Or they're like, "Hey, let's make a deal. We're gonna lower your charges. You're not gonna spend as exactly. you know." They need to be doing the same thing when it comes to this, and it needs to be treated the same way um, as a the serious crime that it is. And until that happens and order, we have like a multi front fight that's happening here. Law and order, truth, economics. Yeah. Psychological warfare. It's just, this is like a war that we've never seen. It's insane. Yeah. Um, another poll book discrepancy discovered in Virginia, 156,000 votes impacted. Which could change the election results in Virginia. That's a big discrepancy. Yep. And so the one thing that, so Arizona's election, they're pushing for it to be redone. Arizona. And the one thing that I found really interesting in this article, let me just bring this article up really quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally... No, 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 no. You're fine. I'm because I most of this stuff is just headline readers. But there was okay. one thing that, and this is a really long article, and I don't want to read it. But um, the problem that we run into is that, and this is a good point. It There's says in this article that most judges. It says when it comes to election cases, most judges shy away from them because they don't want to be seen as meddlesome or subject themselves to being the person who decides elections. Oh. Um, this is why they rarely get involved in these type of cases. Typically, judges will refuse to take the case or dismiss it on the grounds that those filing the case do not have legal standing to do so, even when there is ample amounts of evidence or malfeasance or fraud, as was the case in many of the lawsuits filed in 2020. So they're saying this is why this was thrown out. Most judges simply just refuse to even see the evidence. If these campaigns decide to file lawsuits, which they most certainly should do, Yes. They need to get past the standing objection that President Trump and his legal team in 2020 had difficulty doing, hoping these campaigns have learned the lessons of 2020. But if not, here's exactly how to do it. Mm. Key to post-election litigation must be argued based on violation of laws, violation of rights, and violation of equal protections under those laws. The way to do this is through signed affidavits from at least 30,000 voters in Maricopa County. The amount of signed affidavits under penalty of perjury must exceed the unofficial margin of victory in each race contested. Without these affidavits from the voters who had their rights violated, judges will not be able to see the full impact of what occurred on Election Day. These affidavits must be filled out immediately and must be complete with full descriptions of what voters experienced, coupled with screenshots, images, videos, witnesses, etc. Time is of the essence, and we only get one crack at this, so we better make, make it count. Um, the affidavits need to be notarized as well so that they're official and will hold up in court. But what they're saying is that these lawsuits need to be based on my rights were violated 
under my first amendment rights were violated um and this is how we get them to hear it because they can't turn away a case where your rights are violated they can't turn away a civil rights case Mm. they can turn away an election case which is what they did but if you have 30,000 people saying my rights have been violated and I demand that you do something about it, that judge has no choice but to look at the evidence of that and determine were his or her rights actually violated. Because if they determine that their rights were violated, it validates the next It validates thing. the fraud. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a roundabout way of doing it. And so for people in Arizona, if we've got any listeners in Arizona, um, if your rights were violated, if your vote didn't count, and you need to check your Secretary of State's website and check your vote to see if it counted, all, sec- all Secretary of State websites have that, and find out, you know, if you've got, you know, if you are one of the people who were told to um, put your ballot in door three, you know, and you've got video or any kind of evidence, you know, reach out go on the gateway pundit um actually here i'm gonna put this in the chat at least on d live maybe um, throw it in. put it in the other ones sure it's, here uh, go, everybody www.savearizonanow.com oh and um you can fill out your affidavit today you know today for that um, it needs to be done soon because they do certify these elections. And so this has to be done before that election gets certified. Otherwise, it all goes away. Promptly. Yeah. And I think so, there's, I think hopefully we get it. I think there's a lot of people that could do this. So, wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, with what was going on globally, we saw mm-hmm. that missile strike in Poland that we reported and then this whole fiasco of everybody pointing fingers and um turns out it was ukrainian missiles well turns out it may have been a ukrainian missile and of course Zelensky comes out still saying quote i don't know what happened over yeah. that poland blast and the associated press actually came out and issued an official correction for its not so inconsequential bit of reporting Tuesday that could have set off a chain of events leading to World War III when they immediately said it was a Russian-made missile. When they said Russian-made missile, everyone started reporting that it was a Russian missile, but it's a play on words. A lot of yeah. technology is Russian-made. It doesn't mean it's from Russia. So this could have been an air defense missile from ukraine that was russian technology but fired by ukraine that happened to hit poland and well maybe so the other thing to think about here and i read this article there is a lot of so when ukraine was still part of russia before that split happened there were weapons that were in ukraine that were obviously russian sure um they still have some of those weapons available and so even if it is Russian made or was Russian, doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't come from Ukraine because Ukraine still has weapons that were made by the Kremlin. Interesting. And you know what's scary? Before Ukraine was a separate country. You know what's scary about this is it's very clear to me that they're pushing for World War Three. This yeah. was a false flag and half the media jumped on board. 
and half of the world jumped on board. Luckily, I think the truth came out enough that they pushed the brakes. Biden said yeah. he couldn't comment on it. And then later, you know, things kind of, I think the truth came out and they had to stop because. Right. Well, even Poland is saying this came from Ukraine. Yeah. I think when they looked at, when they looked at it, there was no possible way that it could have possibly come from Russia is kind of what I've gathered in reading some of this stuff. Yeah, is they're like, that we can't even pretend. We can't pretend like this came from <laughs> Russia because. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. Yeah. And this is why the fake and, news media is failing. Yeah. And Zelensky, you know, this is what I find really interesting for whatever it's worth. The fact that the Western leaders and all of these NATO countries are coming out and saying, oh, yeah, it was Ukraine. Don't worry about it. it was just an accident. And Zelensky is going, wait a minute. Uh, 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 that wasn't me. It was Russia. And it's Russia's fault. And, you know, it makes me wonder if there's maybe some conflict starting between Ukraine and if yeah, Zelensky so. is getting tired of being their stupid little puppet, I think he's trying to, he's a warmonger and he's power hungry. And I think he wants a bigger seat at the table and they're like, sit down little guy. And I think it's starting to piss him off is kind of what the feeling that I get. They're going to screw him is. over. He's just like Hitler. And I think they, re I think that, I think that he's smart enough to realize that he's being used and he's being screwed over and that they're making him look like the idiot on all of this. And I think it's yeah. pissing him off. And we saw this FTX deal crash. How much money are they not getting now? You know, how, yeah, screwed, exactly. how desperate is he going to get? Like, this is because wild. all they've done is made Zelensky out to be the bad guy with that. They're like, oh, Zelensky was, you know, defrauding people. And so I think Zelensky is starting to realize that um his role in here is to look like the uh the class clown he's the fall guy or the village idiot you know um so it'll it, that's an interesting dynamic that i think well we have our own i mean he is the village side. idiot yeah exactly yeah we've got our own village idiot but uh wow well what do you want to end on um you know i would say <laughs> Be very careful mm -hmm. when breathing because breathing tiny air particles now causes cardiac arrest. Oh, no. I've been at risk my whole life. Along with too much sunshine causes cardiac arrest. Flipping your bedspread when making your bed too hard causes car cardiac arrest. Um, green causes cardiac arrest. What does? Green. The color green? Yeah, just green. <laughs> I'm going to make my own stuff up now. <laughs> <laughs> might as well <laughs> holy crap this I, it's fucking really health stupid I, that's what they're saying though breathing air so stop everybody stop breathing <laughs> seriously can, breathing will kill you yeah just we, stop it we can end myocarditis right now if we all stop breathing stop breathing oh my gosh we're joking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't make this up. Ridiculous. Tiny is... particles in the air may trigger sudden heart attacks. And they've got this whole list of, you know, publications, PM 2.5, PM 10, O3, which O3 it's oxygen. is um, hydrogen peroxide, isn't it? Or no, that's H, H3O is hydrogen peroxide. So O3 is just O3 oxygen. Is, 
some yeah something like Ridiculous. that then no2 breathing. co and so2 <laughs> breathing is the worst thing you could do for your health that's actually true yes but it's kind of a catch-22 what you have to so sorry <laughs> yeah. I just, it just says that there were 18,131 cases of, wow. oh, they're calling it out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. So apparently it's okay to breathe if you're in a hospital out because they're not going to have all this stuff. So, but if you're, yeah, this is this is their word soup and what they do. Out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. Um, 18,131 cases of out-of-hospital mm -hmm. cardiac arrest in Singapore, which is where the study was conducted. Singapore, wow. Yeah. Sad. Oh, so Take they're pushing climate change um, and, you know, the effects of being jabinated. Yeah. Um, and global warming. It, it all plays a part in this, you know, to cover up the real effects of why people are dying. It's a red herring, and it's part of their agenda to keep the money flowing, to keep the people confused and bickering. Disgusting, disgusting. Yeah. Wow, the world we so, live in is quite make, something, I tell you. So make sure you stop breathing so you don't have a cardiac arrest. Oh, O3 is ozone. Ozone, okay, yeah. I knew it wasn't Thanks, just wait. oxygen. I was like, wait a minute. Learn something new every day. Well, Andrea, Thank thanks for joining me once again. What a wonderful day. We have a lot of news, you guys. We'll keep our thumb on it. We'll be back tonight with the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then tomorrow's funnies. I think tomorrow's funnies. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's so. Friday, yes. So we'll have Friday funnies tomorrow morning. Same bat place, same bat time for morning coffee. And then uh, we'll have Fringe and Makes You Think this weekend. So everybody, enjoy your Thursday. Take care. Thank you, Andrea, for joining me. It was such a great morning. Yeah. Um, Good time. God bless everybody. And God speed. Bye, guys.